What's up, guys? Welcome back to your favorite motivational podcast with yours truly throwing down all the live, real motivational hits. So today I'm talking about what keeps you on track, how to get happy. You're like, what? And I'm like, yes. So I'm going to give you 12 tips to get motivated, be positive, and kind of just give you a little bit of a pep talk to glow through what you go through. Yes, I just made that up. And that's really going to be geared towards your mentality. So of course, we do a lot of gym motivation on here. I am always trying to give you the best health, wellness, weight loss tips as I move through my own journey. And I discover different stages in, you know, my physical being, spiritual being, you know, mentality, emotions, all of that plays such a huge role in our health and our daily grind and, you know, our goals and what we're trying to accomplish. So I wanted to kind of open with just helping you push through today, because I think sometimes we need that little boost in a positive way. So let's just jump right into it. Um, number one, push through. So the reason I start with this and you're like, okay, great. Like, thanks for telling me, like, thanks for pushing me. The reason I start with this is I feel like we could all use it nine days out of 10. Nine times out of 10, we are constantly looking for motivation, looking to get inspired, looking for someone to cheer us up. And I'm telling you right now, sometimes you're going to have those days where maybe mentally you're not there. Maybe spiritually you're like, fuck everyone, no namaste. And then sometimes physically you just, you don't want to get to the gym or you're exhausted. And what I'm here to help you with today is you have to know your own personal push through. But if I can be honest with you, it's really about pushing through no matter what. And before you think I'm being preachy, I'm being teachy. I talked about my personal um, panic attack on here. Um, I called it mask attack. You can go back and listen to a couple of different episodes. I did like 11 um, positive mentality mindset tips. And that was really because of that experience. So I'm here to help you today because what I realized about that dynamic, I'm just going to call it that because it really is. And before I say this, let's like sidestep, press pause. Before I say this, everybody has their journey. Everybody has their walk, right? And everybody has different experiences. So I'm never going to pretend to, oh, this is exactly how you heal a panic attack, or here's exactly what happens when you have anxiety or whatever it is. I'm never going to pretend that my experience or my situation is a cure-all. So take what resonates. And of course, if you have any triggers with this, um, hopefully this is a podcast that actually just lifts you up because I really want to talk about it in a different way today rather than talk about all these techniques and give you, um, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy session. I really want to get into the actual reason that we don't push through, which is we are scared to be uncomfortable sometimes, right? Because we don't want to feel a certain way. And that could be with anything. So I wanted to break and sidestep and, you know, hopefully not make it too confusing because this is really coming from my own experience of having to push through, not just physically. When I was trying to lose weight, I was trying to lose 50 pounds. I physically could not do a push up. Okay. I physically could not do more than 12 reps of squatting with heavy weights without seriously thinking I was going to die. So I understand what it's like to push through, not just like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I know it can be weird, right? 
And I just want to help you today because it only has to be weird if you make it weird. And before you're like, what is she talking about? Push through. I can't say that enough. Pushing through is up to you. And I know it sounds a little like, whoa, like don't get in my face. But I feel like I could have used that a month ago, two months ago, when I was going through that whole entire episode, I could have really used like, I call it a swift kick in the ass, but I really could have used that. Someone would just be like, you know what? It's your own personal push through. Like you are either making yourself happy or you're making yourself miserable. And now before I say that, I am doing it. I am going to say it again. I'm not saying my circumstance is yours and I'm not pretending that mental health is not a real thing. Um, and a real personal issue. It absolutely is. It's on different scales for everybody. So again, take what resonates. But I really needed that like, you know what, you're not being grateful for your life. You're getting stuck in your thoughts here. And it's up to you to push through because nobody else is going to do it for you. It's the same way with weight loss. We talk about it all the time, right? No doctor in the world is going to fucking heal you unless you want to heal yourself. And nobody's going to make you lose weight unless you actually want to get your ass to the gym. And nobody's going to make you eat healthy today unless you actually want to put the fucking bagel down. And as terrible as it sounds, you're like, wait, Chelsea, you're coming out of the gate. I just could have used this when it came to my mentality because there's only so much you can baby. There's all, only so much comfort in suffering before you go, why the fuck am I letting myself suffer? And so I want to tell you today that your push through is up to you. Scare yourself. Let yourself be scared. And I'm giving you this advice because this was me. I was so afraid to have another panic attack that I was blaming it on shit. I was like, maybe it's because of the mask. Maybe it's because of this. Maybe it's because I, I drove too long in a car. Like I was making shit up to make myself feel better. And that's what I'm trying to help you with. Don't get trapped in your mind. Don't let yourself make another excuse. Your way out is pushing through, being like, well, so what if it shows up, right? So what if your anxiety shows up? So what if you have a panic attack? So what if you fail, right? Coming on a podcast, so what if I fail? So what if this happens? Like, that's what I'm trying to help you with. That personal push through is totally up to you. And your happiness is found in that acceptance by letting that muddy water that's in your brain clear by leaving it alone. And I know it's easier said than done. So how do you do it? You push through. I, I told myself, okay, I'm going to Trader Joe's. And then the back of your mind wants to say, but what if you have a panic attack? And I'm like, then that motherfucking can come, can come too. Like you have to get yourself to a level where you're like, I just don't care. I would rather push through, right? Because there's only two options. You could say, I let this enable me or I refuse to enable myself. And it doesn't matter what happens to you. The push through is so real. So if you are struggling mentally, maybe you've had depression or anxiety, and I'm not trying to trigger anybody here and be like, push through. I just think it's fucking helpful on the days that you're like, dude, I'm not pushing through though. I need to just cry. I need to just lay on the couch and just put a cold cloth over my eyes and just pretend that social media is not terrible for my mindset because I understand what that's like and I want to help you today. So number one, push through. Nobody else is opening the door for you. And as bad as that sounds, it's the fucking reality. You can sit there and give yourself excuse after excuse to make yourself feel safe, to hide in what feels comfortable. Or you can be like, it's already pretty bad. I'm just going to keep going. Like 
What's the worst that happens? You have a panic attack in Trader Joe's. Welcome to being human. Everybody has their own weird ass experiences. Everybody has their own physical things, their own emotional things, their own trauma, their own mentality. Like everybody comes with a bag of shit. You know what I mean? Nobody comes here like so perfect. Like that's why we're here to figure it out, to learn our lessons. So I'm trying to help you today. If you're struggling mentally, if it's been happening for a long time or even physically or with your health, it's like, when are you going to get the wake up call? Do you need to go to the emergency room for 16 hours and sit there and think about a few things? Because that was my life. I needed to think about a few things like, wait a second, why am I here? Right? And that's what I'm trying to help you with. Is it going to take a health scare for you to actually push through today, to actually show up for yourself in a real way, which is saying, okay, I am here to experience it no matter what. And I'm not going to let fear hold me back. I'm not going to let an excuse hold me back. I'm going to push through today because I deserve that, right? Because I deserve to be happy. And the only way you actually get there is when you finally accept where you are and you're okay with it. And I think when you try to run from problems or you try to run from how you're feeling or you're, or from your mindset or you're having a bad day and you let it bury you, that's when you let that become a habit. So the push through is real and I'm not being mean about it. I just, I know for me, I'm like, where the fuck is the video? Where is the motivational video for a panic attack? Because I didn't see one. Everything was like, now lay down and let the beads drip over you. And I was like, no, I like, I like have things to do though. It's like, I was so confused. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm not looking for therapy. I'm looking for fucking like someone to push me, like throw me in the water, like help me drown a little bit so that I wake up and realize that it's not that fucking bad. I'm making it worse than it is. So guys, your mindset is real. It can happen. It can be scary. But the biggest thing that you need to do is just push through in your life. You can't base your future on it and you can't keep peering into the past and think that like, you know what the fuck's going to happen based on something that already happened. It just is not reality. So I feel like it's easier for me now having experienced that because if you take a look back, I've done mentality podcasts, I've done mindset podcasts. And the number one thing that has changed is maybe the first thing that I say, which is a little bit more aggressive. I think back then I was like, well, if somebody's struggling today, I want to say it in a nice way. And now I'm like, no, fuck that. Because when I was struggling, I you can't get enough of those videos that tell you like you're, you're just like not doing it. Like, you know, you're just not showing up for yourself. And that, that honestly helped me personally. Everybody has different types of motivation that helps them. And that's what helped me is not being fucking coddled. So I'm trying to help you that in life, we look at things sometimes like black and white and woe is me. But the reality is when we take our own hands off our eyes, we realize like, damn, I got to push through. Like sometimes it's just about showing up for you. So number two, you're not tired. You're uninspired. You've heard this. I've said this. We've talked about it, but I'm going to say it again. This is so true. You need a passion and I'll be the first to say it. I have like a hundred passions, but I keep some like pretty sacred as far as like things that I do that make me happy that I just do for no reason. And I feel like that is so important. So it's not that you're tired after a long day with your kids. It's not that you're tired after workout. It's not that you're tired after a long day of work. You're not tired. You're uninspired. Sometimes we reach this place in our life where we distract ourselves so much during the day 
as we get our regular things done, that by the end of the day or by the time we get to the gym or by the time we pick up the kids or whatever you're doing, you are just so drained. And now what I'm here to say is you're not tired. You're uninspired. You're doing so many things that don't make you feel successful, that don't make you feel happy, that don't make you feel empowered, that don't make you feel inspired. Inspired action comes from partaking in actions that you actually fucking like. And nine times out of 10, we're doing shit to be productive and to be busy and to be like little worker ants instead of realizing that we have this one day here and now to enjoy moments. And that's about it. So you can spend your time staring at a wall, staring at Facebook, and stare at a flower in the garden. It doesn't fucking matter. We all have different things that inspire us. So what I would say is get inspired. And the second thing I would say is stop doing things that you think is going to get you inspired. For example, reading because you look at people and you're like, well, they're really smart. So if I read, then I will, I too will be smart. That is not the, the answer. The answer is what am I going to do that when I do that action or that activity or that hobby that I truly feel like I am empowered, that I feel stronger, that I feel more satisfied with my life, that I feel content, that I feel acceptance, you know, that I feel peace, that I feel prosperity, that I feel happiness. What are those activities? It could be as simple, like honestly, as simple as going for a walk, as simple as actually eating healthy. It could be as simple as actually keeping a promise to yourself this week. There's so many times we put everything ahead of ourselves, our jobs, our paycheck, um, make sure you vote. You know, we put everything ahead of ourselves, our own mental well-being. We're on fucking line liking people with these hot ass bodies while we eat chips on the couch. Like get the fuck up and get inspired today. You are not tired. You're uninspired. Stop doing the things that drive you fucking insane. Stop doing the things that drive you away from your dreams. Start to be positive. Glow through what you go through. And again, not preachy. I started this podcast when I went through a fucking breakup. Now we're engaged. Life is amazing. But it wasn't back then. So I'm telling you, you can push through anything, but you really, really need to get inspired today. And really remember what that's like to spark your spirit because that's all inspiration is. When you're like, whoa, I feel inspired. I just listened to Chelsea. She's fucking crazy. She gets on a mic. She's live. She's nuts. Guess what? Being inspired is just you sparking your own light in your soul. That's all it is. In spirit. Inspired. That's all that is. So go do what makes you feel like you're inspired and you're inspiring other people. Inspiring being that we're putting each other in spirit. We're saying you can do it too. It's not comp comp you know, competition over this person, over that person. What could I get? What could I, you know, give? Give. What could you give today? And that's why people get tired because you give so much of your energy in these weird ways that by the time you're really gonna give something real, you don't have it. And that's what I'm trying to help you with is you're not tired. You're uninspired and you're looking the wrong way nine times out of 10. And again, not preaching in 2015, I was on social media trying to take pictures, 
getting the skinny picture, trying to make sure my face looked thin, right? My face was a round ball. I was 50 pounds overweight. I was not doing well health-wise. I was working at a desk job that was taking my life away. I was not healthy, but I was grinding. I was successful, right? I was making money. I'm a boss, babe. Hashtag. That's what I'm trying to help you with is when you are uninspired, it leads you to believe that you are tired, that you have no energy, that this is your life and it's one way, but it couldn't be further from the truth. If instead of sitting on the couch after work, after whatever, watching Netflix, drinking wine, and I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying if that's your daily habit, if that's something you do every single day, Try to challenge yourself to do something in a more inspiring way. Like what could honestly be more inspiring? Maybe you can do an activity in your home. Maybe it could be something as simple as painting. I mean, I just give you examples based on my own life and what makes me feel inspired. But at the end of the day, if the scroll is making you tired, get out there and get inspired today. It is the most important thing that you can do for your mental health your physical health, and your spiritual well-being, as well as your emotions. So number three, it's time to really look at your health. Now, when I first started this podcast, I feel like it was a journey because it really was me going through so many different things emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually, um, you know, everything really. And I felt like it wasn't just a therapy session that like, I think at the time, like three people were listening to, but it was really just me being myself. And I think for the first time ever, I was actually saying, okay, I took everybody's suggestion and you can actually listen to it. If you go back and listen to a couple of my first episodes, just be really nice. I was very new, but basically in the beginning, you know, I had taken what everybody told me to do and I applied that in my life and it just made me further away from myself. So what I had to do is like get back in touch with like, where's my balance here? Like, and it was a variety of things, just balancing out my family life, my home life, my friends, my, you know, my own health, you know, hitting the gym, you know, work, like everything had to be balanced. And when I found that I was so unbalanced, I really took a serious look at my health, lies, flaws, everything bad habits, right? And it's so funny that we look up online, what is the key to health? What is the key to happiness? What is the key to success? We'll Google this shit all day long. We'll read 15 articles of the same doctors telling us the same shit. But why isn't it working? Because we don't actually apply it. I don't care who you are, what your size is, what you look like. It doesn't matter. The only thing that actually matters is what you actually do in your real life, what you actually apply. I don't care how many flashcards you can memorize. If you don't know how to apply it, that's really not learning, right? That's really not embodying. And I say this to you because it's time to really look at your health habits. Your health habits have a huge impact on not just like happiness and success and what you end up doing, but your authentic vibe your trust, your faith, your appreciation, your gratitude. And I know that sounds silly, but it's not just about what you look like in a bikini. That only gets you so far. And you even meet people that eat clean and train mean, and they have severe depression or severe anxiety. 
And this is what I'm trying to help you with is this is not one size fits all type of approach. You have to look at your real health, your real habits, your real, I don't like to look at this, your real, I don't like to focus on this. I don't like to admit this about myself. Like, I think once you start to kind of center into like, it's okay, like everyone has shit to work on, that's when you can accept it and be like, I can work on this. But I think when you are so defensive against what you have to work on, that makes it hard for anybody to get in. And for me, back when I started the podcast, you know, one of the things when it came to relationships and love was letting certain walls that I had built up that had nothing to do with anybody else except my experiences that I held on to. So it was much about me removing my own walls that I built up over my own heart. Do you see what I'm saying? A lot of people will reach out to me about relationship questions and dating questions and all that for the weekly. And they always ask me about, you know, and then this guy and I'm attracting this and this. And here's the thing. It's like, well, how much love do you give? You know, everyone's looking for someone to save them, but it's really like you, you attract and, and pull in what you actually give. It's, and that's the thing. Like, what do you put out for energy? What do you think about, you know, when it comes to love and what are your beliefs? And we're going to talk about that in a sec, but that was something I had to look at. Like, what could I actually achieve? That was another thing in my career. One of the things that caused me to overeat and have this emotional eating thing, you know, what was I trying to compensate for? And I was definitely trying to overcompensate for my lack of happiness, like in so many different areas of my life, but one being career and not feeling like I had actually applied myself. I felt, I felt like I just kind of like half-assed it. And I know a lot of people would look at me and say, Jesus Christ, like you're successful, like shut up, just sit down. But that's how I felt. I felt like I had just, and I did, I did half-ass it. So that's what I felt like. I felt like I could have done better. And when that happened and I felt stuck and whatever, emotions come in, you actually have to look at what's blocking you from what you actually want in your life, you know? And that's why I say it's time to look at your real health habits. And we talk about this on the weight loss motivation all day long. Look at what you're really doing every day. That will show you what's going to remain the same. What you do every day will remain the same. So unless you take a clear look at like, okay, let's wake up. I'm 45 and I've had the same habits since I was in college. It's time to take a look at that. If you wake up and you're 26 and you're not at the body you want and you're like, always like hashtag FML and you're messaging your friends about like Gigi um, making vodka pasta, whatever. I'm just saying like, why are you doing that when you could be working on yourself? Like, why are you so quick to follow all these people and care so much about their fucking life when the reality is you could be doing that for you? And that's all I'm trying to say today is like, we get so quick to jump on the bandwagon of like, this works for that person. And this is how this person got those abs. But the reality is they mind their fucking business. That's why they have abs because they're up every day doing fucking ab workouts with a trainer. Like if you want to do that, mind your business, get a trainer and do the abs. I'm just saying that that is focus. That is 
you know, what they're focused on, that is health, that is happiness, is when your focus is applied to things that inspire you, that make you feel healthy, that help you push through, help you show up, become mentally, physically, more emotionally stronger in your life. So number four is brain power. So not from a let's read books type of way, But number four is magnesium, magnesium, magnesium. The only reason I say that, and I mean, omegas would be another one that I would say, but for today, glow through what you go through. I just want to help you mentally sharpen yourself a little bit. So I am going to give you tips that also helped me in my own life. So I am going to throw out some things. You might love them. You might hate them. You might only like one thing. I'm just going to share what helped me balance myself, not just during the whole breakup thing, not just during, you know, a career career transition, not just during a pandemic and not just through a panic attack. I mean, Jesus, right? Like how many things do you need to go through? But glow through what you go through is real and rising up above it is also real. So magnesium being one of the key things that I focus on in my diet. Now, again, I don't want to gear this towards weight loss and health is wealth and and stay on this topic too long, but magnesium being a huge, huge part of immunity, your nervous system, how your brain is going to respond in a stressful situation. So I just want to help you a little bit because magnesium, not just in food, but also in a supplement form can be very powerful for you. So if you have been struggling with any type of sleep issues, any type of anxiety, any type of mentality, emotional, spiritual, magnesium is a great supplement to add to your diet. So the next thing I'm going to say is the power of rest, reset, and don't be afraid to reset. So we talked about it a little bit, but it's time to really look at your health was real. For me personally, it wasn't just like, oh, look at my health, because I had already lost like when I did this assessment, I had already lost 40 pounds. I was feeling really great about myself. But if I was being honest, I definitely was under eating a little bit when it came to nutrients. I know I needed more healthy fats, more healthy carbs, but I just, I didn't know how to balance it. And I was kind of like not feeling confident about it. So I want to help you with that because it doesn't matter where you are. You could be a bodybuilder. You could be just getting started. You could have not worked out for 30 years. Like I said, same diet since college. It doesn't actually matter, but like assessing your health, a lot of times you're going to be resetting along the way because your body's going to be changing and you're going to get more confident in what you're doing. And the reason I say this is when I first looked at my health, I realized a lot of things that I didn't realize a year before, two years prior, three years prior. So there's a lot of things that I had to actually improve upon during that time and in certain things like taking a day off from the gym was really important. That was something that had never crossed my mind. You know, while I'm losing weight and I'm feeling great and I want to tone up, no pain, no gain. You know, these were all things that I started to throw out of my belief system that took me a long time because in my mind, you know, resting is, you know, if I have a day off, that's a waste of a day. So I just want to help you with this because the power of rest is real. Even though I opened with push through, hit the ground running, because I do feel like today, if you want to show up for yourself mentally, 
physically, emotionally, spiritually, you do need to give yourself that okay to push through a little bit, like not just push it to the limit because we don't want to like sit here and totally have like a breakdown or anything, but we do want to just take one step at a time. And just every time you push through a little bit, you're going to get stronger and stronger. So I'm just trying to help you with the fact that like things will happen in your life. I just listed like a hundred weird things that happen in my life. But each time I just allow myself to like, okay, like, can we be okay with this experience? It's not ideal, but can we be okay with it? And I think that that's where the strength in the um, happiness and the clear mentality come from is being like anchored in acceptance. Like when you're anchored in like, all right, if this is really great, like I'm happy, I'm excited. But if this is really bad, you know, I'm not going to give it too much attention. Like either way, you remain kind of unbiased in the sense of like things will fucking happen in your life. And you have to just learn how to center into your acceptance realm, because then you can create a better experience for yourself because you're not always reacting like, oh my God, I just, this happened to me and I feel amazing because then when something bad happens, you're going to have that same extreme emotional connection to whatever's going on. Do you see what I'm saying? So normally people that get really, really excited also get really, really mad when shit doesn't go their way. So trying to come take your emotions. So, you know, it's like taking your hands and putting it in a Y, trying to go Y to the M right to the middle, like take your arms and just try to bring your emotions back to center and center into like, okay, happiness is found in acceptance. As long as I continue, continue to enjoy my experience and accept my lessons in life, I'll reap the blessings of that because I'll feel peace no matter what. So I'm just trying to help you with that because I think a lot of people are afraid to take a step back and not react and, and, and not feel like you can't rest or reset or change the way that you do things. And I feel like that's a huge part of actually showing up for yourself today is allowing yourself to maybe change the way that you show up and the way that you react. So the next thing I was going to say is the power of rest and reset and not being afraid to do that is just as important as pushing through. Sometimes the push through is just getting out of bed. Sometimes the push through is just getting to the store. Sometimes the push through is just getting your first step in the gym. And sometimes the push through is just having that awkward conversation with that person. So what I'm trying to help you with today is make sure when you show up that you embrace I guess what I'm really trying to say with the whole emotions and bringing it to center is just embrace it all is what I'm saying. Embrace the push through, embrace what inspires you and what makes you tired. Embrace what is working for your health and what's not working for your health. Embrace what you are infusing your body with and what you're not infusing your body with. Embrace what you are running to and what makes you rest and, you know, embrace all of that because it's part of your journey. So the power of rest, the power of resetting, the power of taking time to heal your mind or heal your emotions and all that stuff is so important. But if I can help anybody today, it really is a process of making sure that you take little steps each day. And that's why I started with push through because I didn't want to get on here and be like, guys, sometimes you just need a lavender bath. As much as that's true, you just want to make sure that you're doing things that are respectful for you as you heal through whatever you go through, right? Glow through what you go through. I make that shit look easy for some reason. A lot of people reach out like, oh my God, like I didn't even know this. Or, oh my God. Or, 
or they even ask me like, oh, I went on your Instagram. Like, I don't see any heavier pictures. I'm like, okay, do you have any heavier pictures of yourself on your Instagram? The answer is no. So like sames. And here's what I'm going to say about that. Like so many times we are not ourselves because of how we portray ourselves online. Right. And it holds us back from like things we would do. Like I remember when I was heavier, I would always say no to like social events and I wouldn't go to things anymore. And my friends were like, what the fuck is up with her? Because I just didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. And that's what I want to help you with today is like, sometimes you have to take a step back and be like, I need to rest and I need to heal so that I can figure out my journey and figure out what I'm doing. And so I can re-energize and feel strong and be able to connect with people. You know, once you have that authentic connection with yourself, it's so easy to do that with other people. But as long as you try to hide behind what you fear and, oh my God, and what will people think, then that is truly the nightmare that sometimes we get stuck in. Whether we took that weird job we didn't really want, but like we needed a job. So now we're here and like we're blaming our boss, but it's not their fault. If anything, you should be thankful for them. They fucking hired you. So that's what I'm trying to help you with. Or you're like in that weird marriage and you got married young and then this happened and you know what I mean? You just got to fucking glow through what you go through. You got to accept it. Muddy water is best cleared by leaving it alone. Stop playing with it. You know, bounce back, bounce off that. You're not tired. You're not run down. You're not unfocused. You're just uninspired. So start doing the things that make you feel rewired. Start doing the things that hype you up. Start doing the things that make you feel excited. Start doing things you look forward to. It's a big part of that push through. So Number six is immunity. Now, I obviously could not come on here and talk about mental health, emotional health, physical health, you know, all that stuff. Um, I think one of the things that I've been doing lately is like chakra healing yoga is like stuff that I've been doing lately um, that I find super grounding and super energizing. It's also really great for your immune system. But one of the things that I feel truly blessed about is when I was going through these harder times in my life where I was, you know, transitioning um, my career and really trying to figure out how I was going to do that. And also going through my ups and downs in my relationship at the time. For me, one of the best things I was doing was I definitely had taken control of, and I don't want to say con taking control, but I had taken my power back when it came to my I would say like, I don't even want to say health because health is an array of things. So when it came to understanding nutrition, so I took my power back in the performance of food. Like instead of just looking at food, like, oh, you know, an avocado will make me fat because it has fat. I started to really get smart about what's good for your immunity. And I'm not just talking about your mom's famous, like onion garlic soup. I'm talking about gut health. And I've mentioned that on this podcast probably a thousand times. It might even go over your head. You're like, I don't know what you're saying. Um, but basically, it's fermented foods that actually have a serious impact on you. I drink kombucha, for instance. And some people will be like, what is kombucha? Like, why do you drink that? They'll take a sip. They'll be like, that's weird. I'm like, take a few more sips because it actually has an impact on you. You feel a little bit more calm, like your nervous system is actually changed. And that's be that's because of your gut bacteria. That's because of your gut health. So without going into it, it's really like your brain health, your heart health, and your gut health are very important. So that's why I brought up, you know, the magnesium part of it 
and the inspired part and really looking at your health and your mental state because your brain function in general has a lot to do with how your brain is going to be receptive and operate and how it's going to fire off, you know, whatever. So different messages being sent all the time between your brain, your heart and your gut. So again, with the heart chakra being huge, obviously you want to be healthy and you want to go for a walk and you want to make sure you have good blood pressure and all that good stuff. But I find like heart chakra, you know, yoga meditation is really, really powerful for your actual heart health. And then when it comes to the gut, I take a probiotic, I drink kombucha and I feel like, and I try to stay away from processed foods, although not entirely, because again, sometimes you go so healthy that it's unhealthy. You need a good balance between foods that, you know, maybe a little bit not as great, but then you're eating so well that it like balances out. So you need good bacteria, bad bacteria, whatever. I don't really like to say good and bad, but anyways, immunity being your gut health. So just by eating too much like sugary ice cream, for instance, it doesn't mean you can't have it. But if we eat too much, like I said, if we've had the same diet, beer, pizza, chips, wings, ice cream for 30 years or 20 years or since college, and we're wondering why we're not getting the glow up that everybody is right now, um, it's because you haven't changed anything, right? And it's created an imbalance in your system. So it's not that you can't have it. It's not even about losing weight. It's about changing the way that your body communicates and how you respond to things and how you show up in your life emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So I wanted to help you with that today because immunity, I think we hear that and we think, oh, immunity or people with a high immune system, they don't get the flu or something like that. Like you would think immunity is all about, you know, how strong you defend against viruses. And technically it is because when your brain has enough magnesium and omegas and your heart energy is balanced and you also are eating healthy, you're going for walks, you have water, you're sleeping well, your blood pressure is balanced. Like it's not going to be inflamed, right? So, um, you know, eating anti-inflammatory foods, really good for your heart, your brain and your gut. And then of course, when you have some type of probiotic or fermented foods, um, balancing out your gut bacteria, it's also going to make you super strong immune system wise. So why do I bring this up? Because your immune system is so important. Um, again, I never like to attach it to anything, but with my own personal experience of having what I call a mask attack, which was a panic attack. Um, and I don't like to say that word cause I don't want it to be triggering for people. So hopefully it's not, that's why I call it mask attack. Um, but what I noticed is I actually wasn't taking my probiotic for like a few weeks before that happened. Now, again, I don't attach it to things because it's important to have that open realm of acceptance and not fearing and not associating or attaching things. Because once we start to do that, we can, you know what I mean? You can feel like, oh, well, I'm safe now because I attached it to that. And that makes me feel better. You know what I mean? You start to make excuses. So I try not to do that in life, but I did notice a difference once I added my probiotic back in. And I do know that the gut overall balance has a huge impact on your nervous system. Um, and you notice I keep saying nervous system and that's because that has a big act, you know, that has a big reaction to, um, not just actions and reactions, but actions and reactions to stress. So that's why I bring up immunity. Balancing your immune system will be huge for your stress levels. So if you're experiencing anxiety, depression, fear, 
any of that stuff. I don't want to sit here and tell you, you have to eat a perfect diet because you don't, but these are essential things you want to start to pay attention to, you know, maybe take a look at a probiotic, maybe try out a kombucha, maybe add in a Greek yogurt. I'm not saying you have to change your entire diet, but just by having too much, you know, alcohol, you know, if you're drinking daily and you're noticing you're feeling like shit, sometimes that is not just affecting your sleep, but it's affecting your balance. So that's probably the last one I'll throw in before we move on to our next one, which is try to limit alcohol. Now, of course, I'm always like skinny drinks and I love to have a drink, but limiting alcohol, it's not that you have to completely remove it, but when you limit alcohol, you get better sleep. Um, you remove this thing where you're, where you are, um, imaginary, how do I say this, where you pretend you're relaxed. So alcohol doesn't make you relax. It gives you the impression that you are relaxed. So like your nervous system and basically your overall receptors and stuff, they are a little bit inhibited. So you will actually feel like the effects of, oh, I'm relaxed. But the reality is when you go to sleep, your sleep is interrupted, your body's processing it. It is a toxin. Um, It does mess with your gut bacteria. It does mess with your overall brain chemistry and health, you know, that stuff really does make an impact. So again, if you are constantly stressed or anything like that, and you're drinking a lot, take a look at that and try to limit it. And again, I am no, I am no spokesperson for like being like, Hey, I'm going to wave the white flag. Like everyone stop drinking. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that don't use it as a tool to become relaxed because it's then you're more dependent on it as far as like, oh, okay, well, I can't deal with a bad day because I use that to feel relaxed because the reality is you're not really relaxing or solving any anything. So I just want to throw that out there. Like, you know, that's for me personally, I, I save it for like Christmas parties and, you know, going out for my birthday. And it's not that I don't have wine at home, but I try to keep it mostly social, especially with the pandemic right now, because I feel like that is really important. So I just, I want to throw that out there, like, especially when your life changes, your schedule changes. I mean, everything changed during the pandemic. And it was one of those things that I think I've mentioned on here before, you know, in the very beginning when I thought it was two weeks, I'm like, oh, this is fine. I'll just take bubble baths and I'll drink Prosecco in the tub and it's going to be all good. But once two weeks turned into four weeks, that's when I realized like, this is not a good habit. (laughs) So I stopped doing it. And so I totally understand if you're out there right now and you're like, oh shit, like I totally have been doing this and I haven't been having the best days or I haven't been feeling inspired. I just want to help you with that because it's not about removing it completely, but it is about finding that balance in your life. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Hopefully I'm making sense. You know what works for you. I'm not trying to, you know, doctor you at all. But I am trying to say that like your immunity is a big part of health. And I used to think immunity was like, do you get the flu or not? Like, that's what I thought it was. Um, And the reality is your immune system, high functioning immune system is like your brain, your heart and your gut connection and how well that's functioning with all three elements. So I never realized that. And I'm just passing it on to you. Immunity being huge. And again, not being preachy, always teachy. I definitely upped my you know, vitamin D, for instance, is another thing that I could just get into. I won't, but I just want to give you this tip. Add vitamin D, girl or boy, whatever. Add vitamin D to your life. I'm telling you, we need the fucking sunshine. That's why you come on here. And no, I'm just going to, we need the sunshine. We do. We need 
vitamin D. It has so many, and again, I don't want to get into all the health facts and like lose you here, but add vitamin D to your life. That's so good for your immunity. It's so good for your overall nervous system. It's it's something that is essential, especially right now, in keeping you safe and healthy and all that good stuff. So number seven, go for a walk. This was something I was doing when the pandemic first started. I was doing this every day. I just would make my make myself go around the block because I was like, what the fuck is going on? Mostly because I was nosy, mostly because I was I was always out. I was always doing something. I would like wake up in the morning, like, all right, go get coffees. Like my life was so different before pandemic. It really was. And I think a lot of people are like, yeah, the same. But no, like mine was different. Everyone's like, didn't you work from home? I did, but it was different. Like my, you know, my fiance was not also working from home. A lot different when you have a home office and you don't have kids and no one is home, way different working than having like your spouse now working in the house as well. So anyways, and I could go places if I got bored or I was like, eh, I'm not feeling this vibe today. I could go work in a different office space. I could go to Barnes and Nobles, bust out my laptop, get inspired. Like it was definitely different, right? So I totally understand the people that went into an office every day and were like, oh my God, life has changed. So I want to help you with this because this is something that I did. I just got myself outside. I knew I couldn't go anywhere, but I knew I could go place up. Again, with me being like an investigative reporter that doesn't need to drive around, I would get in my car and just drive around just, just to see what was going on because I was so used to poking around. Like I was so used to like, going to stop in the coffee shop, going to run to Target, got to go smell that candle. Like I was just always popping around, going red light, hitting the gym. You know what I mean? Going to the grocery store. Like I was just always doing something, going out to lunch, grabbing a drink really quick. Like, and then I was like, this sucks. I can't go anywhere. So I started walking. Now I didn't go on these hikes. I didn't, you know, I didn't walk around and like talk to everybody in the neighborhood by going for a daily walk just to get out of the house was such an essential part of feeling really good and feeling really balanced. So if you were somebody that can't push through, you're like, you know what, I'd love to go to the grocery store, but it, it's just, it really feels like life or death, right? Because I've been there. I've, I understand what that's like. So if you were feeling like that today, I would just encourage you like go in your backyard, like just open up the door and like go outside, step outside, right? And the reason I bring this up is going for a walk is a small step that makes a big difference. If you are doing that every day, your mindset is going to be completely different. And I don't want to say it like this, but I'll say it like this. When the pandemic first hit, I didn't really realize how big it was until I turned on the news and talked to my friends about their business or their job and what they were doing. Um, obviously my fiance coming home with two huge fucking monitors, like, I guess I work from home now was like a pretty big, oh shit, you know, life is really weird out there right now, but also local businesses closing restaurants. Like that's when I started to be like, oh my God. And the reason I bring this up is it's a small step that makes a big difference for anybody that has felt like, I can't believe this is not normal yet. You know, the more normal routine you can claim in a day, the better you will feel. And for me, I was walking every day. You know, I set up like a little routine for myself where I got up early, I made us coffees, I worked out, then I would jump on my laptop, do my work, 
you know, then I would take a break. I'd go for a walk. So like I did what I could with what I had, which is the outside is free. The air is free. Nature is free. You know what I mean? As long as I have, I'm not around people and I'm, I'm socially distanced, I'm allowed to be outside. Right. So I just want to throw that out there to help you get outside of your mind today. You know, sometimes you might think that it's safe in your bed or on your couch with the blankie and you're watching Netflix and like life will be okay and everything is fine. But sometimes just getting outside and realizing it's not that scary and it's not that bad will help you a lot mentally. So hopefully I help somebody out there that really is struggling with that and struggling with life not being back to normal because I totally understand as we move into the seasons. But if anything's exciting, it's the fact that we have all the seasons coming up. So the next thing I'm gonna say is look forward to something So number eight, look forward to something. This is one of the things that helped me stay so positive. And like, as I look back, I kind of laugh because if you honestly go on my Instagram or you were watching my stories at all, you might actually think I was in a different fucking part of the world. You might be like, is she on a spaceship? Like, I don't understand why she's not stressed out. And I'm going to be completely honest with you and probably say what nobody on here wants me to say, but I'm going to say it. I was living my best life. I'm not going to lie to you. The way the way my life is set up, I sound like Kevin Hart. The way it's set up, okay? I had an elliptical. And now this is not brag, this is no. This is not a brag or a hashtag. I'm just telling you, during this time, I had already been working from home, so I was already accustomed to that. I already had that situation set up for myself. It was not an adjustment. It was also something that I wanted to do. It was something that I, I built into my life for a reason. I didn't want to be in an office stressed out and all that stuff, but I had an elliptical. I had a jetted tub. The way my house worked, it's three floors. So there's enough space, right? For me and my spouse, like we're not going to be bumping into each other while one person's on a conference call and the other person's trying to podcast or whatever it is. We had separate spaces. Um, you know, again, we had a separate space to actually go and work out and not be bothering anybody. And then also I kept a really good routine. Now, a lot of my life changed, like not being able to go to the gym, not being able to red light, not being able to go out, see a friend, go to lunch, stuff like that. But what I could maintain is little things in my day that I look forward to, like my coffee, like just going for a walk, like just taking time to stretch, doing some yoga, you know, just little things like that will help you have my next tip for you, a gratitude of attitude. So an attitude of gratitude or gratitude brings attitude. Gratitude will shift your attitude. Gratitude will enhance your life. When you are struggling mentally, physically, emotionally, anything like that, the best thing you can apply, like they always say, it doesn't matter how how mean somebody is or how bad something seems. Love is always like, the answer. Like you can't apply too much love. Like nobody ever died from love. You know what I'm saying? So apply gratitude. Like it's not easy, but you can find something to be grateful for. For example, at one point, everything you have now is something that you once prayed for. So that's something I think about all the time when I think about my blessings in my life and how much different it could be. Like, sure. Could my house be bigger? Yeah. Could I have other things? Sure. Sure but why not be grateful for here and now? 
that's what I'm trying to help you with. It doesn't matter what's happening for you. If it's your ideal situation or if you're like, no, fuck, this is not what I envisioned for myself. It's all bad. I guarantee you have something that makes you glad. You have something that you can look at and go, you know what? My coffee was banging or I had a great workout or whatever it is. I listened to something. It was really funny. Oh, the movie we saw yesterday was really funny. Oh, that thing my kid said the other day was hilarious or was so cute. There is always something to be grateful for, even if it's just the fact that the sun is out. How much different is your day when the sun is out? I'm just saying we're just so quick to be like, life sucks, but it's like, does it suck? Or are you on your phone? Like get off your phone. Life really doesn't suck if you're looking around. So the next thing I'm going to say is the more you push through, the stronger you get. So try to do more things that you actually love. This helped me so much when I didn't want to work out. So when I didn't want to clean that stupid closet that like I had just been like thinking about and I'm like, no, I'm probably never going to get to it. There were so many things that I'm like, I don't feel like doing that. I would rather just relax. But one of the things that I did during the pandemic is I didn't allow myself to get into a weird habit of laying around. And and now I'll be the first to admit, could that have caused the panic? I don't know. Maybe. But it kept me pretty happy and it kept me pretty inspired and motivated. So here's what I will say. You have to do things that inspire you. You know, podcasting to people was inspiring. Doing the blogs was really fun for me. Um, you know, obviously I have like my other work that I have to do too. But those two things, like being able to do those two things every day was so, I was so excited about it because now more than ever, I had time to actually work on the things that I actually loved and not the things that I pretend to love because it makes me money. And I know that sounds stupid, but it's true. I got to focus on things that I had been wanting to put more focus into. And I think if we really look at the gift of pandemic or anything like that, it's really shown us that it's so important to just get back to those roots, you know, get back to not just family roots and traditions and being at home. And, you know, why do you have to go, 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 be, 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 do, 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 you know what I mean? Home is where it's at. That's what I realized. Anyways, I was always out. I always wanted to travel. I always wanted to do stuff. Um, and even on our last trip, which did take place in, um, you know, during the pandemic, I realized I'm like, dude, we pack, I sent this to my fiance. I'm like, we pack so much because our life is dope. Like, I, I don't even want to go on vacation anymore because I have to pack all my supplements, um, like my whole little healthy life that I've built for myself. I now have to like pack all of this and it's just annoying. So here's what I'm saying. When you build yourself a healthy foundation, being outside and going there and going here to run here to get there to find happiness just to be miserable like that whole thing doesn't even excite you anymore what excites you is just doing shit that you know makes you happy like and that could be anything from a painting to playing with kids to watching your favorite movie to buying your favorite candle to cleaning out that closet like it doesn't have to be monumental for you to get excited about it so the last thing that i would really say is the more you push through the stronger you get. So make sure you do things that actually inspire you and do things that you actually love. Most of the time, again, back to that second thing I had said, you're not tired, you're uninspired. You know, sometimes it can be debilitating to go online 
and look up people that are like, look like Barbies and we're at home eating chips, like double tap heart, double tap heart. And it's like, you're just wasting your time and energy on things that could actually inspire you to be the best version of you or inspire you to feel really awesome about your life or inspire you to feel really amazing. So just make sure you do things that you actually love every day. I feel like that was the biggest game changer for me was just showing up for myself. I wasn't working out to kill myself as far as, you know, working out like, oh, no pain, no gain. I was doing it because I knew that it was good for my health, right? I knew it was good for my mental health, my emotional health, my physical health. Like, yeah, you'll get physical benefits, but over time, showing up for yourself does way more for you on the inside than it ever will on the outside. And that's not just with working out. That's also showing up for your dreams and showing up for yourself at work and showing up in your relationships and really applying love and giving more. So the next thing I'll say is nutrients. So we talked about health and I don't want to get too much into it, but I couldn't not address this because this was something that I experienced. And I think once I actually changed, you know, I added a multivitamin, vitamin D, I was adding more stuff to my actual routine. That's when I started to really feel like a change in my act, in my actual nervous system. So for example, mental fatigue can come from anything that we do that we feel is healthy. Like it can come from fasting. It could come from a supplement that you're taking that you don't even realize is just not working with your body. I just think sometimes we forget to pay attention to how our, our adrenaline is working. Like, do we feel overly excited or overly, overly energized or under energized? Like you have to pay attention to how food and vitamins and supplements are making you feel. Cause I think so many times you see somebody online that does not even look like that, you know, hashtag Photoshop, right? You see them get online. They're like, this greens balance is like amazing. And what you don't realize is that everybody's different. Everything works differently. So really take a look at like what you're already consuming, what's really working for you. And then the best thing to do always is to talk to your doctor based on like your medical history, things that you experience and say, hey, I saw this boss babe on social media and she's recommending the screens balance. So let your doctor look at the ingredients and be like, uh, yeah, no, that will actually give you more anxiety. Cause, and that's what I'm trying to help you with is your nutrients is personal. And I just wanted to bring that up because I think so many times we just get on the bandwagon. We're like, oh, it's greens. It's got to be healthy. But it's like your health and my health and that person's health and his health and then your doctor's health. Everybody's different. So just make sure you remember that your personal health and balance is your true wellness and it's great to get suggestions. I give suggestions on here all the time, but I always say, take what resonates, take a little grain of salt, sprinkle it, right? Be the salt guy, salt and season that shit. But like do what makes you feel truly like you do it. And you're like, I feel amazing. And if you do something and you don't feel that way, you're like, mm, try it again. You never know. Try it twice. But honestly, if you start to feel like, no, like it's really not for me, then just move on to the next thing. So nutrients, you know, make sure you're getting healthy fats, healthy carbs. Again, that was another thing I was so afraid of. I was like, no, I have to eat lean protein and veggies and that's it. And that's just going to starve your body of nutrients and create a serious imbalance. I've talked about that before. That was about a year into my weight loss where I had plateaued and I thought, oh, I'll just drop all these calories and 
I ended up having to reverse diet, which if anybody is familiar with that, you actually have to put on weight to take off weight. And anyways, it was a miserable experience. So save yourself a lot of time, eat fucking properly, eat those healthy fats, healthy carbs, lean protein, and you'll be fine. But don't try to skim on nutrients because that you are always going to take it from somewhere else. So just remember, if you're physically you're doing it for physical reasons. It might show up on you emotionally or spiritually or mentally because you're not actually balanced. So just remember health is wealth. It's always a good look. And I'll see you for some bonus tips at the end. Okay. So I do have a couple bonus tips for you. Well, I think I just have one actually. I don't know why I said two. We'll do a couple. We'll do a couple. So the bonus tip is track what makes you happy. I know that this is silly, but finding gratitude is not always easy. It's always like, oh, attitude of gratitude. Like you come on the podcast and you hear me say it all the time. You're like, must be nice. But the thing is, you just have to track what really makes you happy and then try to do that as much as possible. So for example, I talked about the walks. I knew that like taking that walk to just get a break from work, a break from being in the house, a break from not being able to go to the gym. Like it was just something that I did to just like walk around the block and get air and like kind of feel normal because I could see other human beings. So again, if, especially if you're a social person, like just getting out and driving around, like I'm telling you, just getting out a little bit, you don't have to go out to eat if you don't want to do that, but you know, just getting out a little bit helps. Um, but track what makes you happy, you know, you could take a quick picture of it. You could take a picture in your mind, but like wildflowers, for instance, like I picked up wildflowers. They look amazing. They're super vibrant. Like, so I take all of that in and I take like a mental picture of it. I might take a real picture of it, but that is something that really stimulates my mindset. It makes me feel really grounded. A great cup of coffee, right? Journaling, being outside, a song on the radio, getting a work project completed early. I mean, there are just things that you can track throughout your day and throughout your week that you go, wow, that really made my week. You know, I started to realize that after a long week, having this kind of like scheduled time to either like go get my hair done or go get my nails done or do like a lavender bath, like that made me feel accomplished and special and in a way where I could like actually apply some self-love. Um, after being so busy and, you know, in like go, go, go mode type of thing. So track what makes you happy is such a huge part of it because then you can actually do things that make you happy. Like for example, taking time off from working out, you know, during the pandemic, I'm like, well, I'll just work out every day and I'll do this like superset thing and blah, blah, blah. And then I realized like, I need a fucking break. So don't be afraid to track that and be like, wow, taking a break made me have a nice balanced week where I felt like I really pushed myself the next day and the day after that, like I would just track it. And I'd be like, you know, I wouldn't give myself the same rest day every week. It just was like, how do you feel today? Oh, I feel like I need to rest. And then I would do that. So what I'm trying to help you with is like track what makes you happy and you're always going to succeed because what makes you happy is what makes you successful. So doing the things that really bring out happiness, peace, prosperity is really found in letting go of the to-do list. Cause this is what I really want to say with this bonus tip is let go of the to-do list 
and make a do more of this list with my list. Can I say that? Um, but it's true. It's like do more of what's making you actually happy, not just what's making you successful. And that usually leads to not just better feelings, but like towards your passions and feeling excited and all of that. Um, so the next tip is breathing techniques. So if you've ever struggled with stress or anything like that, breathing techniques are great. Um, even if it's like you get, you know, angry or you just have a lot of adrenaline, it's really good before you respond right to anybody, um, in times like that, which if anyone thinks I'm being preachy, I'm being teachy. I've been working on this too, for my overall reactions is like, just making sure you take a couple deep breaths, not in a weird way, but like just a couple deep breaths before you respond or before you think, or before you react is really helpful because it helps you see a situation so much more clear. Like for example, I used to get so worked up over the news. Like, and when I go off, I'm like on a soapbox, I could like argue with the best political debaters. I literally go off, but then I was like, how is this helping me? And who am I talking to? You know what I mean? Like, I'm really not debating right now. Like, who the fuck am I debating? What is this? Why am I talking? So here's what happened. I started to breathe in for seven counts. And then I would breathe out like I was breathing through a straw. And doing that at least five to seven times. And I'm not going to tell you, like, if you're, like, in the middle of an argument with your spouse, you're going to start, like... <laughs> doing this weird breathing thing that like now they're nervous. They're like, okay, is she gonna, is she gonna like physically harm me? Like what, why are you breathing like Batman? I'm not telling you that, but think about your own reaction to things when you hear something on the radio, right? When someone says something to you that you don't like, right? I used to struggle with that, like constructive criticism. I'm like, okay, no, you're just criticizing me. <laughs> I never took it as like constructive. I'd be like, no, you're fucking critical stuff. So breathe a little bit, center a little bit, and then you're not like so like attached to it. And that's all I'm trying to help you with. It doesn't matter what you're arguing about. It could be with anybody. It could, you know, somebody could have said something in a meeting and you're like, wow, how insensitive, right? But here's the thing, like don't be so attached and so emotionally driven in times like that. And you're like, what does this have to do with mental health? A lot. This truly helped me with my emotions. So like, for example, when I would hear people argue about mask, no mask, Trump, Biden, I mean, all these words might be like, oh my God, Chelsea, shut the fuck up. But I'm telling you, pandemic, coronavirus, all these different things, panic attack, anxiety, fear, all these words really fucking triggered me. And they might be triggering you. And you're like, Chelsea, no, try this breathing technique before you even allow yourself to give a fuck. And the reason I'm telling you that is most of the time you don't need to give a fuck. And we are not taught that. It's almost like in school, if you can get your hand up the fastest, you must be the smartest. But really, it's like the last person to put their hand up probably has the best answer because they've taken some fucking time to think about it, right? So that's what I'm trying to help you with. Instead of just this happened and that happened, and it's black and white, like, why don't we just stop giving a fuck so much? Like, why don't we just pull back for a second instead of all of us have our hands up like we have the fucking answer, just breathe in and center and get back your calm. Get back to center. Stop letting shit bother you and stop letting shit run you. And again, if you think I'm being preachy, I'm being teachy. When I was going through my panic attack, I knew I had two things. I could let this debilitate me, right? 
here I am, super positive, fucking winning during during pandemic. And then I felt like this thing had like control over me and and I couldn't control it. And then I realized I'm like, the fuck? Like you have to step it up. Like you can't just like sit here like, oh no, what if this happens again? Oh, I can't control. Like you make this up, you know, we all do. We all make it up as we go. And that's what I'm trying to help you with is no matter what you think of yourself or other people, you just fucking make it up as you go. And that's why most of life is just bullshit and opinions. So breathe through anything you want to react to. It is such a helpful tip. Like, and I learned this through a panic attack. I swear to God, it it truly changed the way that I even look at people now. Like when they say some stupid shit, I literally just start breathe. Like I just go into my breathing because I'm like, it's it's not even real. This isn't even real. What is even happening? What did that person even say? They don't even know what they just said. They said it so fast. They don't even know what they said. They didn't even have time to actually think about what they said. And so that's what I'm trying to help you with today is instead of getting offended, instead of applying your energy, instead of, you know, going into a weird place mentally, why don't you try to just regain control over the one thing you have today, which is your own sense of peace, your own sense of calm, your own sense of acceptance, your own sense of clarity, your own sense of happiness is so fucking different to everybody. I could, I could literally get into a whole speech about that because through the pandemic, I realized like, wow, I am so blessed to be where I am right now. Right. And I think a lot of people realize that though. I don't think I'm the only special star in the sky that was like, I am so blessed. Like, I think it truly changed the way we really view society and communities because you realize that it's so fucking egotistical and weird and stupid to like elbow people or fight over toilet paper or argue about a mask. Like what are we even talking about? Right? So that's what I want to help you with today is just like centering into your life and feeling your gratitude and accepting where you are creates happiness. And that's where you can build off your real life, not your imaginary life, not what you tell people at family parties, not what you tell people at company parties, not what your bank statement says, not what fucking clothes you wear, not the fake eyelashes you have on, but like how you really feel in your real life when you're fucking alone and you're, you're in the corner crying. I mean, how do you feel about your life? You know what I mean? And that's what, that's what helps you get more aligned with like what's working and what's not working, you know? And I feel like everybody needed this pause. Everybody needed this mental clarity. Everybody needed this little pause and space to grow a little bit closer to what really needs healing, which is not the world. It's ourselves. (laughs) Our relationship with everything else is just us. So it's not about fixing the world. It's not about fixing what's out there. It's just about enhancing what's in here you know, and you don't want to enhance fear. You don't want to enhance competitiveness and elbowing people. Why do you want to do that? Nobody should feel left out. Nobody should feel like they're not cared for, you know? So the next time you feel like you're going to react to something that's negative, that's repulsive, that you just couldn't stand not saying something because it's that ridiculous. And trust me, I've been there. I used to be like that try to breathe through it. And it doesn't mean you're going to be successful on the first try on the second, maybe even not the fifth, but eventually something clicks and you realize I'm not that at all. 
you know, it's, it's just weird. It's like you, you, it's almost like breathing through your ego. You breathe through your self-concept of every moral and belief you have. And you realize that that's not even who you are. Like your idea of your self-identity of all these ideas. Here's who I am. I'm Chelsea. I'm blonde. I'm blue eyed. I'm American. I'm, you know what I mean? You have all these identities and then you just like kind of breathe and you're like, who gives a fuck? Like you almost don't care to defend it. And that's what I mean. The ego loves to defend. It loves to get into, you know, debates. It loves to feel the best. It wants to be number one. But then when you take a step back and you actually breathe, you're like, it just doesn't matter. Like there's nothing there. It's just all equilibrium. It's like you don't need to respond to someone's weird, weird sentence or weird way of being. You just, you know, that's their own work and their own being. So the next time you feel like, oh my God, this person's like that, but that's, that's their journey though. So like, why do you care? You know what I mean? Anyways, I guess what I try to share on the bonus tip is the next time you're watching a debate, presidential debate, I just, I encourage you to just try to be unbiased, try to be equilibrium, try not to yell at anybody in the room for having a different opinion. And that could be anything that could be sports. You know, I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. I'm sure there's some Yankee fans like what the fuck right now. But guess what? Just try to like not have an opinion. And that's what I'm trying to help you with. That's what creates peace is the only, the only way to create that is to have peace within yourself, right? Because lack of peace is just lack of clarity. So the next time you want to debate about something like sports and like this one's better than this one, like who gives a fuck? I want you to just really ask yourself why you give a fuck. It's probably because you didn't breathe for seven counts like I told you to. So guys, that is it for Chelsea Swift is your spirit animal. You can check me out on Pandora, Apple, Spotify. Make sure you share this podcast with anybody going through any type of mentality struggle, any type of motivational struggles, positive mentality struggles. Every week, I just try to provide something that is going to lift your spirits high. So I will see you guys on the next podcast.